your girl Kara coming at ya almost live from my home, the city of trees, Boise baby. Hi Dusty, have you recovered? From what? What do you think I'm talking about? Uh, my day? I've had a long no, day. No, no. From our wild weekend of travel. I think I thought you didn't want to talk about that. Well, I decided that <laughs> the people want to know about it. And why, and and why we haven't put out an episode. Why we days? haven't put out an episode in too long. And the craziness that was our weekend. Well, it started out with just like an amazing meetup at Wild Horse Resort and Casino in Pendleton, where we met up with some friends. We camped there. So we brought our, tra- our trailer. And then we left on Sunday, as you do when you have to work the next day. And all hell broke loose. And all Hades broke loose. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm recovered currently. So the basic story is we were pulling our trailer outside of Pendleton and the truck transmission did some weird stuff, started shaking, and it would downshift from sixth to like second and like red line, like, and then it would pop back in and, that was kind of scary pulling a trailer. And so we made it to Legrand and we went to a Ford dealership on Sunday in Legrand. That was the worst Ford dealership ever. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Yeah. I mean, almost everything's closed on Sundays, but they were still trying to sell cars. Their service department wasn't open, but they wanted to sell us a new truck. And their trucks were crap. Like I have a, 2016 and their 2019s, 2020s were nothing compared to mine. And they didn't seem like they were very helpful. They weren't, I know it's not their job to help us, but like, no, we couldn't just leave our trailer there overnight. No, they weren't going to be able to service our truck. They were so backed up. So we couldn't even really leave our truck there. And they, they made it sound like the only option was, well, you could buy a truck here. You could trade this one in. But then again, they didn't really want to buy the truck that we had because of course it might have transmission problems. So yeah, they were a bunch of jerks. Now Burley, we had a similar experience, but the Burley Ford was wonderful. Yeah. They got us right in the next morning, helped us out. Like they were great. But that's because their service department was open. That was their service department. Well, and I appreciated them. Yeah. Um, But LeGrand Ford and I actually, so long story short, we, my dad picked us up in Legrand, drove us home. We left this stuff at an RV camp overnight. Drove back the next day with one of our neighbor's trucks to and a trailer to pick up my truck, and then our neighbor's Kyle, his truck to two pull separate neighbors, our trailer, two separate trucks. Yep, and we made it back to Legrand in the morning, hooked everything up, got about I don't know just outside of Baker, and shredded a tire that was towing my truck. So in the midst of the downpour and rain, my dad and I were out changing tires. We made it into Baker City. The guys at Les Schwab and Baker were wonderful, helped us out, um, got us back on the road. Um, it was at R&J Tacos right there downtown. D&J, maybe? D&J. They were awesome. Super helpful. Very kind. Great churros. Uh, and chips and guac. Yeah, the, the guac was excellent. Yeah, so I'm recovered 
I don't know if I'm going to be recovered when I'm pulling a trailer again because I do have some like almost PTSD oh, yeah. of the shaking of the truck. It's happened twice now. And yeah. I'm just kind of waiting for something to happen. I don't like that feeling. So well, we'll see. The good news is, if there is good news, is that when I called the Ford dealership here in Boise, they were able to get us in. And they actually said that we have an extended warranty on the truck for the entire powertrain. So whether it Perfect. was the engine, uh, the transmission, what else is on a powertrain? What's, I don't know. There's so much stuff. But there's also sensors. Like, are the sensors yeah. counted into that? I don't know. So the most expensive things that it could possibly be are covered under this warranty. Yeah. So uh, we'll give you an update. But we're back. And it was just so strange stressful that like, Hey, yeah. can we do a podcast? And it was like, no, I just, there's, I don't know. We tried to maybe do it last night. And you're like, I haven't had a chance to look at this stuff. So here we are tonight. Here we are. Thank you for being patient with us. And yeah. thank you to everyone who reached out saying, are you guys okay? Well, that really meant a lot to us since we were, we were just stressed out. We weren't in any danger. It was just two long days of travel emergencies. Yes, but um, the pop crime community, wonderful. We yes. Had some great friends Cheers. saying, when's it coming out? Are you guys okay? Blah, blah, blah. It was wonderful. Thank so you. So we have actually quite a bit to catch up on. Sounds great. Um, over the last few days in court, they have really ransacked Lori's iCloud account. Oh. So... I guess you tell me you're like the Apple wizard, but all of our text messages are saved to our iClouds or is that just a setting you have on your phone? Um, I don't know if they're all saved to our iCloud, but Apple and whoever have records of all the texts you send. Okay. This made it sound like it was in her eye. They got it out of her eye. Club. Well, then she was not being very smart <laughs> because. Well, I don't know. Are mine being saved to my iCloud? I, I don't know. I doubt it, but maybe. Are my pictures? Well, usually app. Yeah. But usually Apple is pretty considerate of privacy. And so they won't just give up all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they had a search warrant. Yeah. But sometimes even Apple like search warrant, but they won't like. They won't break into they a phone. They broke it. Won't break into a phone. So maybe if it's on iCloud, then they have access to it. But it, they won't turn a phone on right. or hack a phone for a government group. Right. I mean that came by. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they are on, um, on the iCloud and stuff. Have you sent any text messages that will incriminate you in some way or another? I don't think so. I, I mean, I doubt you'd have as well. So yeah. Not um, any crime. I don't know any crimes. So they got her. They got her iCloud, iCloud account and all of her text. And messages. so there have been a FBI agent testifying to the text messages that they found. Now, multiple conversations over multiple months, but this is the juiciest stuff that has happened in the text messages. Are we gonna? Are you gonna tell us about it? Yeah. Because I can't yeah. wait. Okay. Oh, please. I haven't read them, so I don't okay. know. So one of the first things that I thought was pretty juicy is there was a text message exchange between Lori and Kay. Now, Kay is Charles's mom and the and the grandmother of JJ. JJ. And she was the one who was always like, 
who alerted police that the kids are missing. Something's up. Okay. So there was a text message exchanged, obviously. And it's, it's before she knows the kids are missing. Okay. But it's after Charles died and she took the kids and moved to Rexburg. So she is, Kay is texting Lori, begging her to let JJ go to Charles's memorial service. Because Charles was His shot. father. Yeah. And his father. And then. Was JJ, were, were him and Tylee living with Charles at the time? That he was shot? Yeah. Uh, I don't or know did, if they were all did they the split same. split time think they, between the two? I think they were recently separated. But other than that. Okay. Yeah. So. So begging she, them, can she, he come yeah, down? Can he come? She like Kay was offering to fly out to bring him back to the memorial service for his dad's memorial service. Yes. Okay. And Lori rejected that and then never ever responded to any of Kay's text messages again. Wow. That's in life. That's interesting. Like she won't even let the son go to his dad's it, funeral. Yeah. And it sounds he was like murdered. Anytime Kay, you know, because then Kay pressed, where are the children? Where are they? Lori wouldn't respond back to Kay, but she would always like filter, show everything to Chad. And then Chad would communicate kind of to Kay, but she never communicated directly with Kay anymore. That's pre pretty rough to have your daughter-in-law's uh, maybe husband or sealed husband communicating back to you after her son had died. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of weird. Yeah. Okay. We haven't even touched onto the weird stuff. Oh. There's a lot of texts about their religious beliefs and the kind of stuff they were practicing because they have this scale of like light and dark and they have a number value and the higher and the lower the number are, the closer you are to death. And then they have all these like names of spirits, mostly evil spirits that inhabit certain people that cause them to have bad behavior and they can switch in and out of them. And, and Chad was known to his followers or the people in his group as kind of a prophet. So he could see who was in, what spirit was in who, and he knew who they were and what they were trying to do. So there was a lot of text messages about those kind of things. For instance, there were text messages saying that JJ was a 99, which is close on the scale, which is really close to death because it's a really high number. Um, and that Chad's spirit person, Raphael. So Chad had a spirit person who was probably angelic, I'm guessing. He visited JJ's spirit, like demonic spirit person and told him to follow Amy into the light. And that James, Char Chad's other spirit person. He had two spirit persons? He had two spirit persons. Lucky. Would take care of mommy. Who's Amy? I don't know. Oh, they never. Well, I didn't. I didn't go deep. I don't know who Amy is. She, she could be a spirit person. person or, yeah, obviously somebody who's already So dead. he's Raphael. Who was JJ's bad spirit person? Does he um, have a name? He does. I forget what it is. That's okay. It's okay. probably a really cool name. I think it might be Blake. Oh, Blake. Balake. Okay. Now, 
the, the text messages also go pretty far back to when he's actually married to, Chad is married to an alive Tammy. Tammy. Okay. And these text messages prove 100% that they were in a relationship. Lori and Chad were in a relationship before Tammy died. Did Tammy know about that relationship? I don't think so. Oh, wow. Okay. It was, they had lots of romantic language some sexy, spicy language that they would text to each other. But they said they had never been intimate before getting married? I don't think they ever said that. Oh. Um, Because who knows when they got married, you know, who when they got that sealing ceremony done, maybe he's... Maybe, yeah, yeah. okay. So um, they had, the FBI agent had to read this kind of spicy text. (laughs) He's like, not the best, like, yeah, he's a great investigator and he's very serious on the stand but there's no drama there's no voiceover there's no drama to bring this character these text messages to life are you gonna read some of them well he reads one and it's it's they kind of have this medieval love language that's kind of like super dorky (laughs) so but they had they have they gave chad's private part a name can and I he guess had it? to read it. He had to read it. And then the, <laughs> like the prosecutor had to ask, now tell us, what is, and he goes, it's the Diego. Name. It's, <laughs> it's not Diego. <laughs> and he said, that's the name they gave Chad's private part. And the name they gave Chad's private part was Storm. Whoa. Yeah. Storm. So it wasn't Diego. I like Diego better, but Where did Storm. Where you come up with Diego? It was, I just seems like uh, a private part kind of name. Like? I don't know. Diego. Hey, Diego. I don't know. Storm. I, okay. Does go, he ever say Go, Diego, go. I, the eye of the hurricane, there was quiet. That's um, a Hamilton reference. Sorry. So. Okay. Storm. Yeah, so Storm. So the detect or the agent had to talk about Storm. It was <laughs> disgusting. Um, and then in one text, Chad compares himself to Harry Potter having to live w- with the Dudleys under the stairs. So he read Harry Potter. Yeah. Interesting. And then um because he said every few weeks he could escape and be with his goddess lover, who's Lori. <laughs> but then he had to return home. So that's how he he's was. calling his his wife, Tammy, the Dudleys. Or his family in general. Oh gosh. Did he have he has kids? Yeah. We'll get and, to the no, no, we'll get to that okay. at the end. We'll okay. get to that at the end. Okay, okay. Um and then he after he said that thing about Harry Potter, he said, But I sense permanent freedom is coming. Freedom! Wow. I wonder, he's just very, he obviously didn't see jail time coming because that is the opposite. That's permanent non-freedom. So maybe. Yeah. Um, I guess my questions, my questions come into, when did his uh, beliefs shift in into what I would call crazy? Other people might not call well, it crazy, but. I mean, he's published, I don't know if they're self-published, multiple books about this, like, religious offshoot. Hmm. So it's been a while. You can't just pump out books. No, but I wonder if there was a, a, 
situation or whatever where he lost faith in the the church and decided to go to this extreme side of belief within the church, kind of fundamentalist versus right. current or whatever. And how I don't she know. got mixed in. It's so funny because Lori's sister took the stand and she did like the the most subtle like burn, which was she had also read Chad's books and they weren't very good. <laughs> burn. Burn. <laughs> they were one star. Yeah. Yeah. She was not a fan. Well, good for her. Um, so any other text? Yes. Stuff? Yes. Okay. In another text, um, Chad, well, Lori's like writing with her friend Melanie and her two kids. Uh, they're like driving somewhere and Chad texts Lori and says, one question. Do you want me to cause pain to those two threes you're writing with? The threes meaning the number on the scale that those kids were, I guess. So not 99s, but threes. Yeah. Now. Do you want me to cause pain to them? So he's asking if she wants him to cause pain to these kids. And then she responds with like, probably hold off until we arrive, but I will text you if they start acting up so you can zap them. Miserable to deal with. So I, I got lost. Who is this again? Who I is think she's, I think this is in reference to Melanie's kids and she's like, on a trip with her and, and the kids. Okay. And she can zap them. I don't. Yeah. And I don't know. Chad would zap them, but Chad's not even with them. So he can like mentally zap them. I would assume so. And then Chad responds with sounds great. At least if they are acting up, we will give them a reason to scream. Wow. What a jerk. Yeah. So, and then the FBI agent basically says that throughout all her variety cloud, all the text messages she's went through, there's not a single text message where Lori is protesting. Hurting the children. Yeah. Or anybody, including all the people that died. She huh. supported it, basically. Okay. Um. So... Also, I mean, this there's another series where she's Lori is referring to Melanie's kids as these demons or possessed by these demonic spirits and that they need someone to take care of them. We're so tired of caring for these demons. And I'm like, I are does she think all children are just demonic? I mean, or she would it- not be fit for a a teacher that's for sure. <laughs> no, she wouldn't be. Melanie is her friend who was with her kind of vouched for the kids. Okay. And then all of a sudden, okay, that is like, no. there's two Melanie's one was oh. like a cousin. And I think that's this Melanie. And then one was the voucher. The okay. So this is a cousin yeah. who also holds to the same beliefs that they have. Yeah. But her kids are apparently also have demons or they're just probably super the, snotty for having to like go along with all this crazy stuff. I wonder if they're, um, if that's like genetic, like the demons in that family, like that family has demons, but ours doesn't. Like I'm just wondering how they decide, like do all kids, does everyone have demons? It makes it sound like everybody has demons. Can animals have demons? Can animals have demons? I bet if they pooped on your floor, she would say, She's a, he's a 99. He is close to death. That's so, that's so interesting to me that like how much 
kids to them, maybe Melanie, Chad, and Lori are just like a crazy burden, right? Like, it sounds like they think their kids are burdens. They're evil. They have to be dealt with and not loved or not supported or whatever that would be. Yeah. And actually, maybe this is like, now that I'm thinking about it, when Lori's complaining about these other demonic children, we're lucky those children are alive. It sounds like she wanted them to be taken care of as well. Really? I mean, she says, come take care. Someone take care of them. We're tired of caring for these demons. That's so wild. Oh, why would you care for a demon? If it's truly a demon, you wouldn't want to like give that demon well, food, Well, I mean, right? it's inhabiting the the body of your child or your friend's child. So did they think they that it was- We have to. <laughs> did they think it was the demon- like that was bad and the kids are good. And then therefore by binding and burning, the kids would survive and the demons would die. You know, I don't know that because the text message does not say that. And huh. we will have to ask Lori. Are we going to get an interview with no, her? No, no. Probably not us. Well, we can try. Okay. So I was thinking there was the most explosive slash damning text message set um, has hit the headlines, but I thought that you and I could re not reenact it, but like role play act it out, but better than that FBI agent with like you pretending to be Chad, I'll pretend to be your goddess lover, Lori. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I should probably put some like music behind this. Oh yeah. Okay. I Make it really theatrical. Okay. And um, the, probably pretty dark. Okay. So I'll start. Ready? Please check JJ. He just woke up saying crazy stuff and won't go back to sleep. He is talking to Blake. It's weird. JJ is still JJ. I'm told his spirit recognizes Blake as evil and is unsettled by him. Hey, my love. How is JJ now? He's better. He was just up, to- up talking nonsense for like two hours last night. I'm sure they were bugging him. Is he at zero yet? I miss you. Yes, he's at zero. He probably was part way through the veil, talking to people both light and dark. Maybe he was talking to the real Blake. Yes, that was the real Blake. Do you think there is a perfectly orchestrated plan to take the children? We just have to wait for it to be carried out. I feel lost, like I should be doing something to help. There is a plan being orchestrated for the children. I was shown last night how it fit together, but it has been taken from my mind, of course. What should I be doing? You are doing everything right, my love. The Lord told me she is right on track. He said to just keep resolving the celestial issues so you are unbecumbered and fully free. That actually feels good that JJ was talking to the real Blake, getting close. I sensed he was barely attached to his body. You're so incredible in many ways. Your mission has barely begun. As long as it ends with you... It's all good. Yes. Cheek to cheek, loin to loin. It isn't very far away, my love. Wish I could see you 
and be cheek to cheek. I seriously cannot stop crying. I was allowed to feel my own emotions, and I will experience as you sing them to me. And the love, admiration, and reverence I have for you is indescribable. Everything we do is going to be spectacular. I can't wait. Literally can't wait. I have no patience. I want you now. I am certainly your biggest fan. I love you, Lily. Hold on, sweet angel. We are so close to the finish line. I'm trying. We'll make it. End scene. <laughs> loin to loin? That's disgusting, by the way. I mean, I'm going to be saying that from now on. Cheek to cheek or loin to loin? I prefer loin to loin, but cheek I to cheek I could see you work. saying that to Kyle or something. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um, those were interesting. Who's Lily? He said at one point I read um, that, oh, shoot, what did it say? He said, um, he's, he, he called her Lily. Yeah. I also saw something where he called somebody else Lily. Oh, one other interesting thing that's actually pretty embarrassing is that there's text messages of like Chad saying that he was going to try to get like, he was going to get a tan and he was going to build his muscles and grow out his hair and do that Lily workout. I was like, that's super embarrassing. I feel like they, at some point I feel like I, I saw that they had pet names for each other. Is that not like that? He called her not Lori, but called her Lily. Lily, and she called him, maybe that was like- Goddess Ra lover. Raphael or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. He was Raphael and James. It's really, with all the demons and angels that are possessing these people, it's really hard to keep them track. And because they can switch bodies too, like- What? One of the demons that was in, one of the kids can switch into the other kid. It's- Wow. Okay, so that's weird. Um, so then yesterday. Oh, okay. The prosecution rested. They wiped up their case or finished it up, wrapped it up, not wiped it up. That seems <laughs> inappropriate. Okay. And then, um, so there's a lot of people in the courtroom that day because they knew the prosecution rested. So people were still anxiously waiting to see if Lori would testify to her own defense. So a lot of people came that day and so for the chance to hear her yeah, talk. Yeah. Okay. And, and um, sh the defense decided to rest as well. So they did not have any, any other evidence or any other witnesses and Lori was not going to testify. So they arrested. So they didn't even try any defense. The, their defense well, was no defense. Well, they're, they every time like uh, a witness came up, they tried to defend it. I think Cross with the text whatever, messages, yeah. they made it sound like, oh, this was all part of this like fantasy they were all part of. They're kind of like a, a Dungeons and Dragons type world they were living in. And these are just role playing games that they were doing. That's what the defense was saying. During cross examinations. Yeah. And then like, because Chad was also texting, not like texting, but uh, had other women that followed him as well. But nothing, but she was the goddess. Those other ladies were. I don't know. I don't know what the defense was trying to do there because I don't think they brought any evidence that he was like. Actually doing that? Yeah. Okay. 
but that was kind of their defense for that, that it wasn't like meant to be taken so literally and so all he, that stuff. So did they say he can't zap them? Like- No, I don't know that they said anything about the zapping. Wait, okay. So just a question for clarification. When is his trial? Does he have a trial coming yeah. up? Because I feel like that's going to be- crazy like they're gonna have to give some kind of defense for him a date yet and you know it might i mean if he's if Lori's convicted i don't know how he would be able to not be convicted as well so he might plead out um so prosecution rested Yes. Defense rested. Yes. Today Cases they had some done. like procedure. The jury wasn't in the room, but they had some procedural stuff talking about, I guess, procedures or what's going to go on next. And then tomorrow is the closing arguments. For both? Or do they think like prosecution is going to take a full day to do a closing argument? I think argument? they'll be both. But you never know. I saw jury duty, you know, and then that show, you never know the hijinks that can happen to just delay things. Yeah. So, yeah, there will be closing statements. And then the judge said that they will live stream the verdict. OJ style. Oh, well, it's not. With OJ, it was like a ton of news cameras in there. This one's probably just like some court. Uh, like a webcam. Like a ring, like a ring doorbell situation. But it'll be picked up by everyone. Oh, yeah. It'll be definitely on KTVB. Do you think like NBC, and ABC, East Idaho all News. that? Oh, yeah, probably. I don't know that they'll break in live. I don't think it's that kind of case. Do you think that people on the East Coast even know that this case is happening? Oh, yeah. Really? I think they do. Okay. Because, it. I mean, it was a pretty big deal on, you know, like 60 Minutes and- yeah. So I think it's a pretty big deal. Okay. Okay. So before we conclude, which is when I was reading these text messages and I was like, oh, like Chad definitely was having an affair while he was still married to Tammy and all this is coming out in the court case. And then I remembered what our secret source said about Chad's kids that. Yeah. They all still support him. And think he did nothing wrong. And these are adults. And they are still living at the house where the bodies were found. And they still think he had nothing to do I with it. I thought some of them were married. Well, yeah, but some one of the one of his kids still lives at the house. Like with his wife or whatever. Still lives at that house. Wow. Um, where the bodies were found and still thinks Chad had nothing to do with it. That is a very, I wonder if they're part of the religion, like they think Chad's a prophet as well. I don't know. I, I, I feel that's very bold. Or that you have such a, a closed eyes, heart, whatever, to things that are really happening, but you just choose not to see it. Yeah, but it's their mom. It's not just like he killed somebody else's kids. He killed their mom. Yeah. I mean, we know we know that. They may think she still somehow randomly died and not because of well, him. Well, then. Or Alex or whatever, whoever else did that. That is unbelievable. And there's, there's a bunch of text messages going back and forth between Chad and Alex before Tammy died, right? 
Chad and Alex before. Yeah. And so like, it was kind of like Chad or Alex was in the area where she was when she yeah. died. Yeah. We talked about that last episode. But then Al is dead. So. Yep. He sure is. Okay. He's probably inhabiting somebody's body now. I wonder if his name is still Al or, is, or if it's Diego. Diego. That's silly. I don't know. Just throw it out there. It can be, they made up random names like Blake and everything else. So, well, they weren't random names though. Cause remember they were like names of people who had been previously murdered or, Oh yeah. Yeah. They were like real people that existed in time and space, but I wonder who Blake is. Yeah. I don't know any dead Blakes. All the Blakes I know are completely alive. I don't know if I know, I know one Blake. Is he alive? Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So probably a different guy then. Oh, I know two Blakes. Different, both both great people. So, not him or him. So, if we have closing statements on Thursday, let's just say both both of the defense and prosecution closing statements Thursday. That means they probably start deliberating on Friday. Do you think they're going to deliberate for more than four hours? That's what I'm wondering. I feel like. If they come back within two hours, it's a guilty. But if they take more than four hours, I wonder if they have a holdout or and it's going to be a hung jury. There's no, there's no way there can be a holdout in this, unless they're just trying to hold out well, to that's, create a hung jury or something. Because that's ridiculous. Yeah. Now, so it'll be interesting seeing how long it goes because do they give them a break during the weekends? Like they can go home. That seems like, I don't know. I wonder if they'll make it so they don't start deliberating till Monday. Cause that's a long time to be away from like the jury pool to get like, cause you're supposed to deliberate together. Yeah. So to do that and then to go home. Oh, they're going to sequester. That's right. Yeah. Much like the TV show jury duty. But does that mean they get the weekend off and they just have to hang out together or they just, they just and not through. talk about it. I don't know. They probably just go through the weekend. Everybody wants to go home. I don't know. I mean, it, they maybe it takes two hours, and they're like, "Okay, done." Like we don't need to keep talking about this. The defense. I I did read that the defense basically said the prosecution did not do enough to get rid of reasonable doubt, so we have no reason to put her on the stand or anything else because. They didn't do their job. Therefore, of we're good. Say that. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with that too. But I also wonder, like, the weather's supposed to be really good this weekend, and I wonder if some of it's like because this is how I felt when I had class on really nice days. Like, I gotta, we gotta, gotta get, get out. out. We gotta end this class early. I mean, I hope not for the sake of justice. I hope oh, they yes. don't just rush through it so they can get home. However, I. I think they could probably go in much like the case that I was a part of where someone tried to do a like, so what do we think? And someone said, are you serious right now? And the person was like, well, I, I was just trying to ask questions, but yeah, okay. We can all vote right now. Guilty. Cool. Done. So there might be one trying to, you know, play that role of let's look again, but I think they will, someone will basically come back and say, do you seriously think this? Or are you just playing devil's advocate? Literal and then, devils. And maybe Blake will be in there. I don't we'll know. We'll be inhabiting one of the jurors. I, I sure hope not. They probably didn't even plan on that. That is rough. Yeesh. Yeesh. 
Well, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for being patient. We won't let it happen again. We'll be back in just a couple days to bring you more pop crime. Follow us on Instagram. Send us some DMs if you got some information. We love hearing from you. All right. See ya. See ya.